Are you a coach, consultant, or thought leader who is amazing at what you do? You've done the sales programs, you've done the high ticket marketing programs, you've worked with amazing mindset coaches from around the globe, and you've up-leveled in your business. So you've built kind of a good business, but you're like, I want great, I want extraordinary. And there's some niggling things that are there that feel like they're slowing you down. It kind of feels like you're driving with the handbrake on. You are going to love this episode. I talked to you about the five different areas you need to decondition from. And I call this religious deconditioning so that you can actually make the impact that you were born for. I'm ready to dive in. You're listening to the Best You Yet podcast. I'm your host, Leah Samara, high performance strategist and spiritual mentor for coaches, thought leaders, influencers, and CEOs. Each week, we'll dive into deeper conversations and new perspectives on topics impacting female leadership and potential. I'll guide you to expand into the best you yet so you can create the global and generational impact you know you're designed for. Welcome to the deep end. Subscribe so you don't miss a show. to my world and you're just stumbling upon this podcast right now, firstly, I want to say welcome. But secondly, you might be feeling a little bit potentially confused or intrigued about the title, which is how to explode your income and impact by untangling from those distorted religious beliefs. Now, this is not something that you would normally kind of put together. And it's something that I pretty much stumbled upon as I was moving through, um, as I was on my journey to, and still am, becoming the best you yet, best me yet. And really what I uncovered, because I had, you know, a religious background, I had, you know, grew up in a religious Christian family. I went to a Christian school. I've been in a bunch of different churches, different types of churches. Um, And so, What happened was when I was doing, when I was on this journey of evolving and becoming who I, you know, want to be and who I see myself as and who I believe I'm designed to be, I uncovered that I was hitting these ceilings. And it was these ceilings in not just my business, but in my life, in my relationships, in my relationship with God. Um, And so there were all these areas that I was like, I'm, I'm hitting up against ceilings and I don't understand why. And it wasn't until I actually fully put my finger on this topic, and that is that we do need to untangle, regardless of where you're at now, with church, God, like whatever, whether you're at church or you're not, whether you love God or you don't, no matter where you're at, if you've had a religious, um, generally conservative um, background, You will have some beliefs that have been, I call them distorted religious beliefs that you need to untangle from to be able to up level and reach your full potential and have that global and generational impact that you know you're designed for and you're born for, right? And so we have these beliefs and I want to walk you through the types of beliefs that that we have because there's five different areas that I find Um, that we need to really what I call religious deconditioning. And I'm going to walk you through that in a minute. But there's five areas. So the first area is self. The second area is others. The third is your potential. 
the fourth is God, and the fifth is community. And so what I found in my own life and then what I found when I worked with clients was there were these five different areas, these five different places they needed to untangle and evolve from if they were to be free of these distorted beliefs that they had been conditioned and and kind of um, sometimes not even outright taught. Sometimes it's taught through osmosis, right? It's taught through being in the environment that you're in. It's not necessarily that someone sat you down and said, Leah, your value is in giving, <laughs> you know, you, your value is in giving. It's greedy to desire success. You know, there's not, it's not like someone sits us down and has that conversation, but it's like, if we want to be a part of these communities, if we want to fit in, we work out very quickly that our value is in giving, right? So it's not necessarily that someone had that conversation um, and that's how the beliefs are then created. So there's those five different areas and what happens is when when we are hitting up against limits, particularly in our full potential, which is our leadership, our business, if you're a coach, consultant, if you're a thought leader, if you are a person of influence, then you'll find that you, you come up against yourself in these same old behaviors or same old ceilings or same old income limits. And you're like, why? <laughs> why am I hitting up against these limits? And so oftentimes we feel like, okay, I have a sales problem or I have a marketing problem or I have a mindset problem. And so we seek out those, those resources to kind of resolve and help us up level and help us evolve into the next version of us, the version that, that has the things that we desire and is moving into that global and generational impact, that next level of impact we know we're born for. And so we seek out these, these people, these consultants, and we, we get these, you know, we purchase these high ticket programs, we, we do the work and we work really hard, but then we come up against these ceilings. And I'm going to explain to you exactly what the ceilings are in a minute, but, but we might not even be able to isolate exactly what they are. We just have these feelings, right? It's like, I feel feel stifled. I feel like someone's trying to put me in a box and it might even be your marketing consultant, right? I feel like someone's trying to put me in a box. I've had clients say that over and over again. Or I'm feeling like I have to dull myself down or suppress who I really am, or I'm not expressing who I really am, but I'm not sure how to kind of get from here to there. Or I'm feeling really drained in my business. I'm feeling really drained by the people that are around me or or my clients. I have clients in my business that I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I say yes to you? You know, um, or it might even be that it's like you're not, you know, what you stand for, or you know what you believe, but you know you're also not really taking a stand and using your voice in your business and in your leadership um, work in your body of work to be able to actually stand for what you really believe and say what you really believe and stand in it. And so it's kind of like we come up against these symptoms. We have all these symptoms and we're like, I don't actually really know how to resolve this. And it's frustrating because it's like, it can feel so vague that you're like, I actually don't know who to talk to, to even begin to resolve this. Once you've actually been through those marketing programs and sales programs, and they didn't kind of help you to really liberate who you really are so you can be your authentic self and run at your goals and have the business that you desire and really trail be the trailblazer and blaze your own path when when you've invested all that and you're still not 
doing the thing that you really love or showing up in the world in the way that you really know you're born for, then that's when we go, okay, well, actually, what else is going on? There's got to be something else going on. And it's not that you're damaged or broken. It's not that you're too much. It's not that you're doing the wrong thing. It's not that you're greedy, that you want more money. It's not that like any of these things, it's not that you're selfish for wanting to do more of like your thing, right? But these things, they come up in our voice and in our vibrance, I call it your vibrance and in your value. And it's like, I've got this knowing. And this is the thing that you can always bank on, right? I have this deep inner knowing that I am born to do this. I am here for more. I am here for greater levels of success, greater levels of impact, greater levels of joy and authenticity and satisfaction. And I know those things are available to me. So I can bank on my knowing, right? But it's like, how do I get from here to there? I know I'll get there eventually, but how do I get from here to there when I'm hitting this kind of invisible, unknown ceiling? And oftentimes it's this religious, I call it religious deconditioning process that has to happen that hasn't happened. And when you are talking to sales coaches and marketing coaches and mindset coaches, they all love you and have your best interests at heart. But if they are not aware of your religious background, if they don't understand it, and if they also don't have the tools and the resources to be able to help you move through and beyond that in your own way, without pushing an agenda on you um, and forcing you to be someone that you're not, if you don't have that religious deconditioning and then what I call religious reconditioning process as well, so religious deconditioning and then reconditioning in the truth, then you're going to hit the ceilings and not be able to really fully resolve. It's not going to ever feel fully resolved for you. You're always going to feel a little bit stifled or a little bit stressed, I'm sorry, suppressed or a little bit drained or this, or a little bit like I have to serve that person no matter what I really feel. Um, and so what you really need and what you desperately need is that religious deconditioning and reconditioning. So it's getting really clear, getting clarity on those exact areas to focus the deconditioning process on. So those five aspects that I told you about earlier. So the self, others, potential, God, and community. So they're the five aspects of decondition, religious deconditioning that we do with clients. Um, and so the first, the first kind of aspect, that aspect of self, that might be beliefs that you have, you know, my value is in giving, or maybe it's that you have to be a good Christian girl, or maybe that it's good Christian girls are silent. And so you have these beliefs around self, and it often is distorted religious beliefs around self that we need to untangle from. We need to untangle who we are from who we aren't. That's the first part, self. The second part of this religious deconditioning process is others, and that's where we have these beliefs where we actually haven't truly individuated and and I am going to do an episode on this, but it, we haven't truly individuated oftentimes because we have been taught God 
through a lens of codependence. And that lens of codependence means that we actually are fused with other people and we don't have a sense of individuality when it comes to our own thoughts and beliefs and emotions, right? And so we can, when when we have to decondition this part, we oftentimes have uh, beliefs that are there, like I have to always put others before myself. I can never put my, myself first. Putting myself first is selfish. You might have beliefs around maybe boundaries are wrong. And maybe your conscious mind, you're like, I, I believe boundaries are good. I believe boundaries are awesome. But that's all well and good. But this is really a subconscious deconditioning process that goes on because you might consciously agree with me and be like, yeah, boundaries are amazing. But if a little part of you, let's say a past version of you, this good Christian girl part, still thinks boundaries are wrong, then she'll struggle to raise her voice. She'll feel challenged when it actually comes time to to have those confronting conversations, you know, with employees, with staff members, with business partners, with with partners. And so it like there are there are other beliefs as well around I must always help. I must always serve. I must always fix others. And so that's, again, that lens of codependence. The focus is on fixing the other person's problems as a way to resolve my own needs, as a way to fill my own cup. I've learned to serve others. So that's what codependency is, right? I've learned to pour myself out as a way to get back, right? I've learned that's how I meet my own needs is to, to pour myself out to other people. The, the third one is potential. And so if you have deconditioning to do around potential, there's often a lot of work to do here. Um, self and potential are probably the top two biggest ones that we focus on. But potential is, you know, it's greedy to desire success. It's greedy for me to want more money. It's greedy for me to want more so that I can do more in in life and in business. Um, You might have a belief around, you know, I have to fit in. I have to fit in, you know, making a big deal about yourself or owning your successes is wrong, right? That makes you arrogant maybe. Or maybe being an expert who has an opinion makes you arrogant. I was called arrogant the other week. I thought it was fantastic. I'm in the least arrogant place in my whole life. I used to be arrogant 10 years ago. (laughs) So I find it so amusing. But it's like the more authentic you are, the more people are likely going to perceive you as arrogant because you will use your voice and you will say no and you will not let people pass your energetic boundaries and your verbal boundaries. Um, And so another belief you might have if you are looking at your full potential is I I don't want to be too much or I don't want to outshine others. You know, it's wrong for me to outshine others. That makes me that makes me selfish, for example, or I'd be too much. It's too much for other people. And so you can hear kind of that that underlying current of like, I care what other people think of me. So that's a real focus that we do with our clients as well. Then the next area is God. And so no matter where you are at with God, I always say, so even if you're someone that you kind of grew up in church and you left church and you like hate God, that was that was pretty much me, except I was in church hating God. <laughs> um, I'll tell my story one day on one episode, but like I was hating God, but I was still hitting up against 
blocks or limitations when it came to God. I was still experiencing these extreme triggers when someone would mention the word God to me or the word Bible or suggest that I read something in the Bible or or invite me to a thing at church, you know. So I was feeling really intensely triggered every time something like that would come up. And so if this is you, the, the religious deconditioning part around God, I call it ground zero, right? It's, it's really about getting to ground zero and creating neutrality around this topic. It's not Bible bashing you. It's not pushing you into a relationship with God. It's not any of those things. What my goal for you always will be was, will be to create neutrality because from a place of neutrality, you can think more clearly. You're not getting triggered. Like literally, you're not getting every time something happens, you're not getting put into fight or flight around these topics anymore. So you can think more clearly and you can breathe and you're just not feeling so stressed out about it. And then you have more access to internal peace right um so if you're in this arena there's there's beliefs generally beliefs like god is always out to get me i have to work hard for god to love me i have to prove myself to god um god's up there waiting for me to do the wrong thing and so these beliefs really have big impacts because they are they're global beliefs right they're beliefs that really dominate the way that we see the world. They dominate what's available to us. They dominate the way that we see our business and our our potential as well. And so the, the reason why I say, guys, at least get to a place where it's neutrality. Have that as your first goal. If you're in a place where you hate God right now, or you are just disconnected from church and you're just hating everything related to that, have your first goal be neutrality, right? Don't push any push yourself beyond that point. Just be like, I just want to get to a place where this isn't triggering the hell out of me anymore, okay? Um, I'm getting really behind in this episode. It's 18 minutes in and I've got so much more to say. The, the fifth one is community. And that's really how, like, that's really how you're showing up in your general kind of relationships in communal spaces. So that is likely to be, you know, your coaching containers, church, anywhere where it's like, this is a community that meets kind of regularly. Um, And so a lot of the time when we have beliefs to decondition in this area, there's this belief that comes up, right? This belief of, I have to show everyone I'm a good person. And you might disagree with that, again, consciously, but if you have grown up in a church environment that has been a little bit unhealthy, has been a little bit codependent, or maybe your family was, then this undertow will often drag you back. It will drag you back to, I have to be a good person over, I have to choose the authentic path for me. And so oftentimes those two things will compete. Again, need to do a whole podcast episode just on that topic. So we have these five areas, we have these beliefs, we need to get clear on the exact areas to focus on our deconditioning, right? Those five aspects we have to go, what is the the what are the biggest areas? And I do blueprints for clients on this. Like what are the biggest areas that we need to throw our energy at and our focus at so that we're clearing these ceilings, these invisible ceilings. And we're suddenly uncapping our potential, we're uncapping our income 
And all of a sudden, we're making more progress for all of our hard work. We're making a lot more progress, feeling a lot more at peace, joy, energized, excited about our work. Um, And it's all due to these very things. And so if you're someone that you set kind of New Year's resolutions, you set goals for this year, and you're not feeling on track, this is your opportunity to get on track. This is your opportunity to really go, okay, I'm going to do the deep work. I'm going to do the deep dive. I'm going to get to a place of neutrality with God. I'm going to like really work on evolving and deconditioning these areas so that the distorted Uh, religious beliefs that have been instilled in me are no longer capping my full potential so that I can actually explode my income and my impact. And so if this is you, it's like you're going to feel like you've been driving with the handbrake on. And oftentimes we get so used to that, so used to feeling like we're driving with the handbrake on And my people, when they finally look around, they've built amazing businesses, they look around and they're like, it doesn't need to be this hard, surely. Like that's the, that's the, the trigger for them to often come to see me. It's like, it doesn't actually have to be this hard, surely, (laughs) surely deep down. Like we know that it doesn't have to be this hard. We know we're driving with the handbrake on. We're trying to isolate exactly what the cause is um, so that we can make that global and generational impact without burnout, without all these, um, it's, it's like you feel like you're tangled up in a ball of yarn and anytime anything touches that ball of yarn, especially around the God stuff, that's why I say aim for neutrality because if anything touches that ball of yarn, especially in your, if you're in a place of like hating God where I was, anytime something touched my ball of yarn, it was like, it was like I got zapped. And that's what that trigger is. It's like, oh, it unsettles you. It makes you feel like anxious and nervous and just really unsettled, right? And you just don't have to be in that place anymore. You don't have to feel that way anymore where there's things from the outside of you that are kind of setting you off or there's these beliefs from your past that are still there, that are still hanging over you and lingering. And it's like, I want to be free. I want to be free of those things. I want to, I'm here for liberty I'm here for freedom. Truth is what sets us free. And so let's dive into that. It doesn't matter how you're feeling about yourself or even how you feel about where you are right now. I know my people, when they've felt so stifled and boxed in or they've built this amazing business and it's good, but it just doesn't feel great and they're feeling drained, they get really hard on themselves because they're high achievers. And this is this is what the whole best you get thing is, right? It's about being a masterpiece and a work in progress at the same time. So you can fully appreciate where you are while working towards more. You can fully love yourself where you are right now while working from towards more, while untangling and detangling from all of this stuff that has been frust- felt frustrating or that you haven't been able to put your finger on. Let's put your finger on it. Let's get really clear about what that is so that you can be free and so that you can feel energized and excited about your life's work and 
get on purpose again and just love the hell out of what it is that you are born to do while making that global and generational impact that you know you're actually designed for. You know you have the knowing, trust the knowing, take the leap. So I have a little bit of news. I'm opening some really great new spaces in my world this year. I literally have an A3 piece of paper next to my desk that says, exclusive magically as well. (laughs) So these are amazing new programs, a one-year mentorship. I have a few one-on-one spots available as well. So if you're super keen for one-on-one, I would go to leahsamara.com forward slash apply. You can fill the form in there and get really clear on where you are at the moment, what it is that you want to work on, what it is that you want to explore as far as our relationship and let's go gangbusters. For the rest of you, I'm also opening up spaces for some one-on-one blueprint sessions. So I'm going to be releasing more information about those soon. But if that's something that you want to get excited about and you're like, yes, I, I want to learn more information about that, please, then feel free to DM me on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is best you yet and you can also find me at leah samara official that's l-e-a-h-s-a-m-a-r-a official i can't wait to connect with you i hope you have an amazing rest of your week just remember exactly who you are what you're born for trust the knowing take the leap can't wait to chat thanks for joining me for this expansive session make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a show it would feel so good if you took a quick second to give the best you yet podcast a rating and a review to leave a review and rating in itunes just click the reviews tab and in spotify go to the main podcast page and tap the three horizontal lines under the podcast cover image now Go out into the world and be the incredible masterpiece that you are. I'll see you in the next episode. Best you yet. The best you yet. The best you yet. Best you yet. Best you yet. Best you yet. yet.